0: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59,
1: 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC
0: for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com.
1: There's a lot of Jonathan Smith. We will have more Jonathan Smith. You'll have more. This hour. We're going to have some like right now mm. because we're talking about oh, his right. former team um, getting absolutely... Manhandled, yes, by the Oregon Ducks, and I, I thought that game was something that it was something we haven't seen from Oregon this year. Mm-hmm. They played a different style uh, of football. The, when you come out of the gate and you have what was it a fifteen-play, eight-minute and forty-six-second drive? Yeah,
0: it was nuts. They said we're in the. This is the first drive of the game, and they're at seven minutes on the clock on the broadcast, and I went. God dang, they really have been driving that long.
1: They were more methodical. Mm -hmm. but And at the beginning of the game, it was a change in style. Stylistically, the way that they played was, we know Oregon State doesn't have the depth to keep up with us, Mm -hmm. so we are going to hammer them early. We're going to wear them down. And they absolutely did it. Yeah. And I thought that the mo- big momentum shifter in that game, because of that stylistic shift, right, and the, just a different tempo of that the game was being played. Um, I thought it was really interesting that when Oregon State scored at the end of at the end of the half, obviously giving leaving Oregon what forty eight seconds after the kickoff. They kicked off mm-hmm. with fifty four seconds, and then they had you know the return. Um, when they had forty eight seconds to go. That's where you said, okay, now you have a, we can still change our tempo within a game. Mm -hmm. And I know Will Stein has talked about this a lot. The ability to move. They have, I think it's five different tempos that they play at, Mm -hmm. right? Where... But there there's the we're gonna push, 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 two minute. They have just like a, a Ricky Bobby style where you're you're running NASCAR and you want to go fast yeah. and you're playing fast. And then you have the four minute offense. Then you have the we want to take it a little bit slower. And just, you know, we'll do muddle huddle and go mm-hmm. from there. And then they have the slow it down. The brakes. And we will the yeah. muddle huddle is kind of what they came out with though, where mm-hmm. you're playing with tempo. But you're not playing fast? Does no, that make sense? You, yes, you're, you're getting to the line, but you're not You're taking fast. your sweet,
0: sweet time at the line. You're not motioning 18 different times with 20 seconds on the clock still. You're you're letting the thing get down a little bit. Taking your time and, and really being methodical in the entire process.
1: But when Bonix in that offense, used 40 damn seconds to go all the way down the field. Mm-hmm. Every play. And... The fact that, like, the most impressive part about Bo Nix, and if you watch that game, go back and watch that game over again, because what Bo Nix did, it, it you can get you get away with this in college, right? Mm-hmm. And in the NFL, you, you've got to you got to be this way from the get go. But what he did at the beginning of the game is he trusted his line, he stood in the pocket, mm-hmm. he waited for guys to get open, and then he just was either going first read, second read, check down. And if it was all gone, he had so much patience. As he figured out what Oregon State was doing, the ball was out so quickly, and you could see it evolve as that first quarter turned in the second quarter. and then in in that forty eight that forty second drive to to score at the end of the half, he threw to Troy Franklin, not on the big touchdown. He threw to Troy Franklin like a, a like a twelve yard stop
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the outside.
0: Are oh, he, you talking about the one he just let go like three seconds early?
1: He threw the ball when when Troy Franklin was like three yards before he broke down.
0: Yeah, before he even got to the top of his route, and he knew exactly where Oregon State was
1: going to be. He yep. knew where his guy was going to be, and then you saw that kind of throw.
0: That was maybe not as
1: impressive throw. as that one, but that kind of throw is exactly what Bo did from that point on. The yep. rest of the game, and he surgically dismantled Oregon State. But the touchdown throw to to Troy Franklin, that is a... uh, Uh, There's several incredible parts about that throw. One is that he went through his reads, Mm -hmm. he got flushed out, he kept his eyes downfield, and then rolling to his right, threw back across the field to a receiver who is going from right to left, Mm -hmm. and then had the arm strength off of one foot. He didn't set his feet and throw. He threw it on the run. Mm -hmm. He led Troy Franklin. He gave Troy Franklin a spot to run to,
0: Mm -hmm. even. That throw is insane. Dusty, the way people were talking about Bo following the USC game and the Arizona State game, I thought he was great in the sense of like production. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel the... Oh, he's just shredding them. It was the, a lot of yak, right? This and, was the, And throwing
1: to wide open receivers. Yes. Yeah.
0: This was the game where I was sitting there going, that's it. That's the Heisman. He was so good. Mm-hmm. So, and you know how I, how I felt about him. He's, he's a very solid quarterback. He's always going to be in command. Is he going to be the thing that's just undeniable? Mm -hmm. Which means it can't be denied. Cannot be denied. That's what he was. He was surgical at every level. That throw you're talking about, the comeback, when he let that thing go, I'm like, oh, he's throwing it away. Mm -mm. Because the camera angle that we saw live... Made it look like he was throwing it away because it was an off off platform kind of three quarter arm slot, and it looked like oh he's just airmailing this thing. Eh, maybe maybe he's gonna give Troy a chance to try yeah. to grab it on the sideline. No, it was a freaking dot. <laughs> it was it had a little bit of loft under it, but it was a dot exactly where it needed to be. I hell I bet you if we walked, went back and watched it, it's probably five yards before he gets the yeah. top of his route, which it, is it's it, that's an insane thing to think about. Yeah.
1: He knew he knew it right when he, right when he saw that play right when he got the snap he was going he right he knew there.
0: where he was going with the ball
1: it, it knew his it plays like that to where when you have a quarterback who is locked in at that level good luck good luck because he was playing that damn well and I think that took the wind out of the sails on several levels from Oregon State one was that you you saw a quarterback that was not. St- going to be stopped on that day.
0: Yeah, no, you he saw was that. Unbelievable.
1: The other part of that is I think they went into the half because think of what where that game is at. It's 14-7 at that point and Oregon State gets the ball out of the half. Okay? That's in that that is a huge momentum swing. And I'd also like to point out that since John uh since uh Dan Lanning had been getting criticized so much for his fourth down mishaps and clock management mishaps in his losses to Oregon State and Washington over the years, over the two years here. Dan Lanning used two timeouts on Oregon State's drive that Mm. they scored on before the half and saved his team just enough time and still was able to save them a timeout as well. Oregon made that drive in 40 seconds. They still had one timeout. And that Dan Lanning needs credit for using the timeouts the way that he did leading up to that drive because it gave his offense a chance and they capitalized on it. But more so than that, I think that touchdown going from one score down going into half to two scores down, mm-hmm. I think that's where Oregon State that's all of that noise that they'd been hearing all week and even feeling about like hey, is our coach even or is our coach going to be here? They felt that the program felt that. No, oh, yeah. The program felt that heading into that game. They did. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. No, we we talked about
0: that on Wednesday. Like, what what, would losing that game the week before to UW and everything else that kind of came into this knowing that it wasn't that they didn't have anything to play for, but no longer was there a chance to play the spoiler and a chance to send yourself to the Pac-12 title game? And you also had the noise of Jonathan Smith. I think all of those things and the Pac-12, obviously, not even uncertainty, the Pac-12 certainty now, mm-hmm. I think all of those things coming together. And I'm not saying that to devalue Oregon's win. No. Oregon took no. what was a, a a wounded animal and put it out of its misery. That's what they did. Yep. They, they, were, they were damn near flawless in their execution. And, I mean, it was a mercy killing.
1: And they did it by stifling a rushing attack that, look, I've been. I said this all summer, and Oregon State fans got really upset with me when I said yes. Their starting offensive line is really good, but the depth is going to be questioned. Yeah, and they lost their uh, right again. The yeah, you start. You lose your left guard. You get your left tackle dinged yep. up a little bit over the course of the game. Like they look. That was it. Yeah. They in Oregon, their depth, and this is where the ability to rest your starters. What has been now two full games because mm-hmm. in eight games. Eight games this season, Oregon has either not played their starters in the second half at all,
0: or, the or they quarter.
1: pulled them yeah. midway through the third quarter. You have saved two full games worth of snaps mm-hmm. from your starters.
0: Oh, you look at the, the the snaps played in the tackles for Oregon, and it's nothing.
1: They have like nobody leading tackles. Like, yeah, no, their it's, leading it's, tackler every week has like six to eight. Yeah, right. It is unbelievable that health and leaning on teams and that's why that tempo the stylistic change that we've kind of seen they didn't they jumped on them early they played really well early but it wasn't like the avalanche where we're going to keep on scoring 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 you have to be able to play in different styles and Oregon played in a different style in that style suffocated Oregon states run game mm-hmm. Oregon's defense was insane they they were absolutely incredible and their
0: their discipline on both the run and the pass were incredible.
1: No doubt. And to hold Oregon State, Oregon State only had 53 yards of rushing. Mm-hmm. Think about you had I think 8 yard 8 yards of that was on the final drive of the game where the game is in hand. Yeah. And okay, go ahead run, right? They they I think you had a, sne- a 6 yard sneak by DJ and then one other uh run where at the end of the game they had like 40 something yards mm-hmm. rushing. Oregon State cannot win a football game like that, and that's a big credit to Oregon's run defense. They're down Jalil Florence. I, he was in a sling. I don't know how long Jalil Florence is going to be out for, but you have a guy in a sling. Doubt he's going to be back this week, yeah. right? Who knows, though, because Bucky Irving got carried into the medical tent and two series later he was back, <laughs> right, a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I Nobody knows the severity of that injury, but Dante Manning comes in in his replace. In his stead, in all he has is a big interception in the end zone. That was a
0: hell of a high point, hell of a high point pick.
1: Oregon was the better team. Certainly. You could tell last year meant a lot heading into this mm-hmm. year, and they proved a they proved a point emphatically. And now it looks like, look, they're playing really good football right now, and they head into a Pac twelve championship game where uh, Washington is coming out of the Apple Cup, and guess what they did. What they've been doing, they just won, right? You're a Raiders fan. Just win, baby. That didn't happen this weekend. It doesn't have to be pretty. It just has to be done. And now the big question is, what's going on with Michael Penix Jr.? Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.